Oh, I should do like for those of you that listen to audiobooks, I should do the Ramona is back. Section three of the blog. Hey everybody, Eric Curto here from yourrealityrecaps.com with an all-new podcast for you guys about your favorite Bravo TV shows. Well, maybe not your favorite, definitely kind of your favorite, The Housewives. So, for those of you that don't know, my idea was to record an audio version of The Housewives blogs each week as they go up. This way you guys don't have to muddle through the Bravo site yourself, or try and dodge their ads, or even just get in trouble at work. Now you can have me read them for you. You're welcome. Now, I'm going to get these up for you guys each week after all of the housewives uploaded their blogs. Because I think everybody would just want to read them all in one shot. Unfortunately, the housewives don't put them all up at the same time. But if it gets to be like, you know, two or three days where they still haven't put any up, then I will just go ahead and um, do it with the ones that are there. And of course, I'm going to try and just read them for you straight and try and resist the urge to comment, although we all know I will a little bit. But you guys let me know in the comment section over on the website if you like what I'm commenting on what they're saying, or if you would prefer I just read the blogs straight as they are. And speaking of our website, if you enjoy this and want to check out any of the other stuff we do, like comedic video recaps of Big Brother, Survivor, Amazing Race, Big Brother Canada, um, our Bravo recap show, our reality star interviews, our blogs, our vlogs, and so much more. Be sure to check out our website, yourrealityrecaps.com, for all of our amazing content. And of course, if you want to help support our shows, you can do so by funding our Kickstarter over at yourrealityrecaps.com slash kick. You can make a donation directly to our PayPal, or if you have any Amazon.com shopping to do, you can start by clicking on the link in the sidebar of our website. You guys don't pay any more, they give us a little bit back, and it's a really great way to support our shows and content like this. Of course, the easiest and cheapest way you can do it for free is just to share our shows, follow us on social media, and hey, if you have any rich friends, some them over to that Kickstarter. But alright, alright, let's get to why we are all here, the Bravo Blogs. Here's what all the ladies are saying in regards to the premiere episode of The Real Housewives of New York City on March the 11th, 2014. First up is crazy-ass Ramona, those googly damn eyes, so let's take it away. Dear all, I can't believe we're finally back on the air. It's been too long, and please, complain to at Andy about how it doesn't happen again. Laugh out loud. She's so funny. I think the wait will be worth it for all of you viewers. And not based on the coming attractions for the rest of the season. <laughs> I could not believe the event would be a party that Aviva would be attending. I hadn't spoken to Aviva since the reunion. Yes, I would run into her at different events and parties and nod my head, say a quick hello, and then walk the other way. While Heather told me Aviva would be there attending, I felt I had a grin and bear it. Never in a thousand years did I expect her to come over to me and start a conversation. Why was Aviva not getting that yes, I accepted her apology, 
but I could not accept her as a friend based upon her traits and character. Okay, you drunk-ass bitch. Like, you got such a great character. Anywho, I adore Sonia, and I kept looking at her, realizing she's got, as Oscar Blondie calls it, the Ramona cut. I have been curling my hair most of the season, so unless it's straight, you don't notice that Sonia and I have the exact same cut. Imitation is the sincerest form of flattery, and if anyone was going to copy me, let it be Sonia. Oh yeah, Ramona, we're all dying to be you. Sonia loves men. Men love Sonia. Every age, every size, and every dot, dot, dot. As long as Sonia's happy, that's all that matters. Shady. No mother is ever ready for their child to go off to college. It means I can no longer go to her room every night and every morning and kiss her. I can no longer cuddle up with her in bed at any given moment. No longer will we chit-chat every night as she gets ready to go out at all while I help her pick out an outfit. You become overwhelmed with a sense of loss. Yes, I'm happy for Avery, but I'm sad for me. It's all part of life and letting go. I find solace in the fact that I raise a strong, moral, caring, sensitive, very bright, and personable young lady. Okay, Eric speaking now on behalf of Eric. Oh my god, bravo, I am so sick of having plot lines devoted to kids going off to college. We don't care. All right, you people tell totally you right? Okay, back on to Ramona. When I first met Kristen, the new housewife, I was overwhelmed by her beauty. I could look at her for hours. Leslie, Kristen also seems to have a sweet and calm disposition. I wanted to get to know her better and was hoping she would not disappoint me the way Aviva did when I befriended her. I could not believe my ears when Sonia asked me to give Aviva a chance. Was she serious or kidding? Sonia was serious and it baffled me, I must admit. I also felt a little hurt by Sonia. I felt Aviva had viciously attacked Sonia and I, and I really didn't want to give her a break. No, I really did not want to meet Aviva, but felt pressured to. Yet yeah, by production, Ramona, you're doing a show with these people, you moron. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Aviva was now friendly with everyone, all capital letters, in our group except me. I don't want to get cut by production. I feel for the peace of the group and my paycheck, and for harmony among all of us, I should at the very least cordially, oh, at the very least be cordial to her and give her a chance. It has nothing to do with the fact that my husband cheated on me and I lost my house and everything else, and this is my only money that I make now. Um, that's not true. She's a big businesswoman. Okay, okay, I'll shut up. Aviva immediately sucked up to me. I have to admit, Viva can be manipulating. When she wants something, she goes for it. And she wanted my friendship back. And she could charm the pants off anyone. And when she said she would do shots, well, I went into shock. I must say, I forgot how fun Aviva can be when she wants to be, and walked away from that night having more fun than I thought possible with her. I also realized, well, maybe, can we be friends again? Anyway, keep in touch with me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and truthfaithjewelry.com. Thus concludes the audio blog of Ramona Singer. Next up is Carol Rasnick, and her blog is called Carol Calls Aviva in Ask Call. It's Ask 
hole. I mean, asshole. Yeah, I can pronounce that good. Right, here we go. Take it away for Carol. Dear friends, I can't believe it's been almost two years since I last wrote you. I can, because the last season or so sucked. <laughs> it feels like just yesterday I was telling you about my cute boyfriend, my trip to London, my ill-fated St. Bart soiree. Remember how happy I was to have finished my second book that I threw myself a party? Well, a lot has changed. My hair, for instance. I went from a brunette to a blonde, then back to a brunette again. I did bangs, then no bangs, layered, then long. I bought an iPhone and then ditched it, went back to my Blackberry. Well, that was stupid. <laughs> Some of my relationships took turns for the better and worse. And guess what? After all that crazy work, I sold my book in an intense bidding war. Yes, intense war. Six publishers all bidding against each other. It was like speed dating, but better. They all wanted to pay me to get into bed. They flattered me and made promises. Two book deals, a movie, a television show. Pick me, pick me. They had never read anything so moving, they said. They told me how brilliant I was, how they all loved my outfit, and the way I turned a phrase. They hung on my every word. They thought me so smart and pretty, too. If only dating ha was half as rewarding. Whatevs. I copied Woodward and Bernstein and followed the money. I picked the highest bidder. Hey, flattery's great, but I'm not stupid. See, we have a lot to catch up on. I've missed you. So let's break down episode one. Oh my god, she goes on for six pages. Okay, well, let me a long one. Uh, she titles this one, Don't Shoot the Photo Messenger. Yay, the show. Did you watch? I always laugh at how the housewives react to each other in any new scene. We're all always like, oh my god, hi, like we haven't seen each other in ten years. Heather walked into the photo shoot and you'd think I hadn't seen her in six months the way I reacted, when actually we see or speak to each other every day. In the past two years, she's gone from an acquaintance to a Bravo friend to a true real-life friend. I love when she's around. She makes everything fun and easy. She always knows where the car is. She knows how the maitre d' at the hot new restaurant is. She knows how to get a large piece of furniture through a window of a city apartment. Thank you, Jonathan. She also runs a huge company and gets shit done, which means I can slack off and she laughs at my jokes. What's not to love? You might feel bad for Ingrid, the beluggered, oh god, she is going to use these big words, beluggered, whatever, something, photographer, in this scene, but don't. I've done a lot of photo shoots, and while I'm not the best model, Ingrid was odd. I've used a disposable camera that had a faster click action than Ingrid. I feel like I was posing for a still life. Seriously, a bowl of fruit would have grown impatient. She screamed orders at me like a drill sergeant. Chin down, chin up, eyes here, look there, turn right, face left, chin down, now look up. Do you know how hard it is to keep your chin down while you look up and then to the side and then smile? Honestly, I do. And then people yell at me and say I'm bobbly-headed. Anyhow. Contrary to how the scene unfolds, Heather wasn't in the way at all. We needed her. Heather has directed hundreds of photo shoots and worked with the best. I think Heather actually took the only photo I liked that day. Shh. Don't tell Ingrid. And unlike my friendship with Heather, which developed organically both on and off the show, I hadn't heard from Aviva since we filmed the reunion over a year earlier. 
I'm not saying I was unhappy about that. Um, I'm kind of not that into her. There, I said it. But it's all good because apparently she felt the same way about me. When I sold my my novel, The Week of the Reunion, I got calls from everyone on the show, including Luann, and we didn't exactly end on the best of terms. Everyone except Aviva. Not even a fake congrats text from her assistant. And although both Heather and I were very happy for Aviva when she got a book deal, and I offered my support, plus contacts, she never picked up the phone once or sent a text. Nothing. So when she called Heather in this scene, we were both happy to decline the call. I love declining. It makes me want an iPhone again. Exactly. Sometimes, the more you get to know someone, the less you like them. Aviva is nice and charming when you are getting along with her and her agenda, but as soon as you disagree with her or don't give her the support she feels she's entitled to, like a parade which is, she said, like a parade, that's not me. She becomes a very mean girl. We all have experienced it. I'm her new target. Oh, dear. Next section, Ramona is back. Oh, I should do, like, for those of you that listen to audiobooks, I should do the... Ramona is back. Section three of the blog. Did you see what I mean about the shocked factor? Ramona is shocked to see Sonia, although they probably had just seen each other and they are in Sonia's house after all. This is nothing new. You look amazing. No, you do. No, you. I haven't seen Sonia since last season, but I have to say, I do like the Ramona on her. And apparently, so do the boys. My friendship with Ramona has grown. She has a large group of devoted friends, and I see why. Yes, sometimes she speaks out of line, sometimes she does the wrong thing, sometimes she starts screaming for no apparent reason. But she is authentic on a reality show where there is a lot to be said for authenticity. Maybe we are the ultimate odd couple, her Felix to my Oscar. She responds to situations emotionally, then follows up with logic. I respond logically with a delayed emotional reaction. Speaking of emotional reactions, why is Sonia suddenly talking about mental illness? Do you feel like you walked into the middle of a conversation? Well, she's talking to Ramona, so she's talking to a mental illness. Anyway. One in 15 people are psychotic. It's a sport. They find happy people, and they enjoy coming in between their happiness. Huh, what? Who are you talking about? I'm not taking any chances, and we'll start avoiding groups of 15. I looked it up in the DSM, which is like the dictionary for people. It's like the dictionary of mental illnesses, but it's also kind of outdated, um, which I know because that used to be my major. Anywho, not exactly the definition, but not far from it either. Ramona sums it up. A sadist, like I said, authentic. <laughs> Happy birthday, Heather. New section, get it? Good. (laughs) I'd like to keep a friendly distance from Aviva. She came to Heather's birthday party with her image consultant, so that was a good sign. She is very self-centered, and there are, at times, I don't mind that. It saves me the trouble of talking about myself. I find me, as a subject, a bit boring. No, you're totally not, Carol. I give Aviva advice when she asks, none of which she takes. My friends and I have a name for people like that. We call them ask holes. You know, people who consistently ask for advice then always ignore it. Aviva just doesn't seem genuine to me. 
It appears as though she's flattered by me, but it's always a buildup to the ask. Yep, there it is. Throw a little editing in there and, um, okay? I mean, I'm not an editor. I'm a writer. I suck at editing. I like words. Lots of them. Clearly, we are only on page four, people. (laughs) I couldn't edit a stop sign. I did give her some good advice about editing her manuscript, but it was edited, no pun intended, out. Who cares? It's boring to talk about publishing when we'd all rather watch how it all goes down with Ramona. Aviva seems to have perfected the art of insulting people that she's trying to flatter. Ramona has a couple of years on her, Wow. Aviva has a thing about age. Hers, mine, everyone's. Last season, she was 44, and this season, she is, for some reason, 40. She's the Benjamin Button of reality. Model Kim. I first met Kim with Heather at a lunch one day in my neighborhood. She was from downtown, like me. As beautiful as hashtag model mom is in real life, she's effing gorgeous on camera. And that's the difference between a pretty girl and a model. I think she should write a book called I Love My Kids, But This Sucks. Then I will write the companion book, I Don't Have Kids, and That Sometimes Sucks Too. Her husband, Josh, is genuinely funny. He forgot about his 18-month-old daughter, Kingsley, which cracks me up. Almost everything he says makes me laugh. These two are always upfront and frank about their blowjobs, which might make them my new favorite couple ever. Aren't they so cute together? Serious chemistry. I know you're all wondering what she'd do for two pair of earrings. Kristen loves Josh, yes, but she also loves Elvis from beginning to end. From the sexy swivel hips to fat Elvis. She loves him in every form. She's one gorgeous kook. Are we allowed to say kook? Well, she did. I'm just reading it. (laughs) Sonia's lunch special. Robin's back. Do you remember her? She's Sonia's friend, the one that screams, I hate fake at the party where Ramona accused Heather of talking behind her back. Oh, the good old days. Robin seems to have gone through a spiritual awakening. Either that or she's been smoking some ganja. But she counsels Ramona on her situation with Aviva. Nettie, I'm not my negative thoughts. Nettie, I'm not my thoughts. Nettie, I'm not my personality. I'm not my job. I'm... So confused. Who's Nettie? <laughs> Sonia makes a good attempt to convince Ramona to remend the fences also. Uh, I just said remend the fences. Now I'm getting all Ramona emotional. <laughs> um, Ramona, uh, I'll go back. Sonia makes a good attempt to convince Ramona to mend the fences also. Aviva's mother died from overdrinking. Her father is sexually inappropriate so the apple that dropped from the tree had problems way before she lost the leg. When Sonia puts it that way, um, and to wrap it all up, the shot heard round the world. Tequila. Okay, Aviva, Ramona, this isn't the first shot, and it won't be anyone's last. But we've got a whole season, so who's counting? And thus concludes the weirdly ended blog of Carol. The next blog is from Heather, and she titled it, Heather on the Aviva Effect. Welcome back. Now let's get the party started. 
Well, it's been quite a hiatus for the New York City housewives. I hope you all missed us as much as I have missed sharing my crazy and fun life with all of you. It's been almost two years since we were together, but it really has gone by in a flash. Yummy has kept me super busy. We're launching two bras this week. Yummy is the name of her, I think it was like the shapewear brand. Not to mention my most important role as mama and wife to my sweet family, Jax, Ella Ray, and my husband, Jonathan. They are always the center of my universe. I'm really excited about this season, and I'm sure you're going to be entertained. Now let's talk about the show. Caroline's book is coming out, and it's time for the finishing touches, including her author photo that goes inside the cover. Carol asked me for help on the set of her shoot to make her feel more comfortable. Like most people who aren't models, the process of a photo shoot can be daunting, and I'm more than happy to help out a friend. Thank God I showed up, because the photographer was tough as nails. She did nothing to make Carol feel comfortable. She stood on a ladder and barked orders at her staff and Carol, so it's really kind of funny that I look like the bossy pants of the day. It's called editing. I know my way around a photo shoot, and the photographer needed to help, quite frankly. The two shots we ended up using were those that I directed. Thank you very much. But Carol hated the outfit, so they didn't make the cover. Not to worry, we will treat them out for all of you to see. Aviva called me while I was chatting with Carol during hair and makeup, and before I answered, I wanted Carol to see who it was. I had a strong feeling Aviva was really just not the right energy for Carol at the moment. Aviva's not the right energy for a lot of women, and I get it. I chalk it up to bad timing and ignore Aviva's call. I have a party to throw later and all the ladies are coming. I know I'm going to have to deal with the Aviva effect there and the bad blood that she's created with several of the ladies soon enough. So, for now, it's best to just keep it moving and we can catch up with her later. I love any excuse to throw a fun party. And though having an old crew from the Sean Puffy Combs day together would be a great way to introduce Josh Takeman and his wife Kristen, the newbie of this season, to the Housewives group. Josh and I worked together for a number for a number or a number of years under Puff and we've been friends for over 15 years. We also share a birthday, so we decided to have a joint party celebrating our birthdays as a throwback to the good old Puffy days. We just don't get to see enough of the friends we made while working together and the party was the perfect plan to do just that. I love Josh. He's one of the greatest guys you'll ever know. He and I are very passionate about our businesses, our families, and our friendships. I really enjoy the relationships we are now building with each other's spouses as couples and as parents. Kristen is Josh's wife, and I enjoyed building an organic relationship with her over the years and getting to know one another via Josh. Kristen has modeled for me at Yummy, and when I move and when they moved back to the city from LA, it gave us more of an opportunity to spend nights out as couples, share as young mothers do, and Josh and John got on really well too. There's a history between us, and so there's a natural ease and trust in that it is unspoken. Kristen is a really great girl, so I'm thrilled to get closer to her and introduce her to the other girls at the party. 
I have not seen Aviva or Sonia for several months, and so I'm not sure where their relationship stands, but I know Aviva is still on the outs with Ramona. Ramona and I have continued to grow our friendship and spend some time getting to know each other better, and I'm happy about that. After meeting Sonia's new young Thang, I figured out why I haven't seen her in so many months. I was a little bit nervous um, about inviting Aviva because I know how she went on Ramona and Sonia, and a personality like that just makes you trepidatious. But it's a party, and as long as she doesn't insult anyone, maybe she can use it as a new stepping stone and an opportunity to return and redeem herself. Let's hope so anyway, because on her arrival, you could have cut the tension with a knife. It was more uncomfortable than even I had anticipated. But it looks like Aviva has brought some backup to this party. She not only has Reed in tow, but some woman named Amanda who is an image consultant. Whatever that means. Without asking me for a plus one or even introducing me to her when she arrived. But Aviva feels she needs some help with her image, who am I to rain on that parade, and maybe this girl is giving her the right advice. However, I'm not so sure, because in classic Aviva form, the minute she got a second with Carol, all she wanted was Carol's help with some memoir she's allegedly been writing. Under a rock. <laughs> Meanwhile, Aviva hasn't seen or had any contact with Carol in months. Does an image consultant also help with etiquette? Now, Aviva decided to approach Ramona at the party by telling Ramona she has a couple of years on her, implying Ramona's wisdom, and asks if they can move forward. But Ramona rem reminds Aviva that it's not about an apology. It's about being a vicious and mean-spirited person. Aviva brushes right over it and suggests they celebrate their differences... And as I walk by, I can feel the tension and decide to keep it moving. Now, Heather, I think you just wanted to be in that scene, personally. Anywho, where is that image consultant when you need her? Or maybe Aviva is just still making bad choices. We'll have to see how this strategy works out for her. On a positive note, I'm so happy to see how easily Kristen is getting on with the girls, and I'm not surprised. If you can get past your own ego with Kristen's looks, then there's a whole lot to love. It's good that Ramona gave Aviva another shot after they met up for drinks. No pun intended. But I can tell you one thing for sure. That was not Aviva's first shot of alcohol. I don't know why she lied about that. But everyone does deserve a second chance. I do think it's funny that the very thing Aviva insinuated Ramona and Sonia so viciously about is the very means she uses to get on Ramona's good side and it seems to be working. Hey, as long as you agree with Aviva, she's pretty easy to get along with. And on the story goes. See you next week for episode two. Next up is Aviva with her blog called Beware of the Aviva Ogre. Oh God, this should be good. <laughs> when Aviva, it's me, finally appears on screen more than a third into the Real Housewives of New York City premiere, I was expecting a Gorgon, some hideous beast that breathes fire and scatters destruction wherever it looks. I mean, what else could it be? 
because for about 20 minutes, we'd been hearing about the Aviva creature. And after the prior season recap, that it's like a highlight reel of Aviva's Gone Wild Bits edition, I didn't know what to expect. Okay, okay. first of all, people, why is Aviva writing this in third person? Clearly, he's crazy. Okay, let's keep going. By, by the way, this is the first time I'm reading them when I read them for you guys, if you can't tell. Okay, let's keep going. Aviva, here we go. Then we're treated to four of my fellow housewives trashing the Aviva demon. And that's not enough. They warn the newest member of our coven, Kristen, whom I haven't even met, about the Aviva. I'm watching this episode on the edge of my seat, ready to be terrified. I'm thinking it's going to be like that monster that pops out of the man's chest in Alien. I grip Reed's hand. I prepare to scream. I count the steps to the bathroom in case I have to vomit. Okay, let's see the franken Avivastein. Oh, you are really overdramatic, bitch. I'm sorry. And there she is. Okay, there. There I am. I don't look scary at all. In fact, I really look good in that lace flamingo pink top and elegant black pant, but then the girl in the exorcist didn't look bad at the first glance either. It's the beginning of a new season, and I'm looking forward to mending fences and having some fun with the girls. I think Bonnie and Clyde had it better when they were ambushed. Clyde was killed by the first bullet, and Bonnie wasn't far behind. The other 150 shots and shotgun blasts were, well just for fun. Watching the episode, I now see the grimaces, eye rolls, and shoulders as I, oh, shudders as I approach. I hear Ramona quivering that as I entered, she felt the black cloud of smoke coming into the room. Yeah, that was probably just her having a thought. I didn't see that on my TV. I think I need to get high, definitely. <laughs> I flattered Carol about what a great writer she was and reacted out to her to help me with my own book. Of course, I didn't really want her help. I just wanted to let her know how much I admired her writing. Well, no, you didn't. Her response? She just totally dissed me. What did she think I was going to do? Steal her favorite pronoun, I, from her? Oh, and my book, Leggy Blonde, was just published, without, it must be said, any help from Carol. Well, that's not what she said in her blog earlier, as we already know. Then I went to tackle Ramona. No, not tackle. I went to hug her. Ramona's reaction was, hug? You're lucky I'm not stabbing you with a knife. So it didn't go all that well, unless your idea of a chat is, well, being called insincere, vicious, and mean-spirited in the first couple of minutes, and it went downhill from there. It was tough to hear. One might even call it, to use Ramona's term, mean-spirited. But it wasn't insincere. And in that room, that kind of honesty, even if it's brutal honesty, was refreshing. Ramona is up front, there is the guile and plotting and gossipy backstabbing that also seems to often go with the housewivey territory too. And Ramona kicked the crap out of me, but I left there thinking we could be friends. With Ramona, what you see is what you get, and I like that. It took some campaigning to get Ramona to come out to dinner with me, and it took a lot of wine and shots for us to relax with, with each other. We're not there yet, but to paraphrase Humphrey Bogart in Casablanca, Ramona, I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. 
as the new season of The Real Housewives of New York City begins, I'm anticipating a period of realignment. Friends become enemies, enemies become friends, and frenemies become, oh my god. Hang on, it's gonna be a bumpy ride. Okay, look, just my own personal side in here, Aviva, nobody likes you because you have nothing to do with them in the off-season. And then you just show up and pretend like you're best friends if they're not talking for a whole, like, months and months and months of filming. So that's why people think that, Aviva, just so you know. Anywho, next up is The Countess, and her blog is titled, Welcome Back, My Friends. Welcome back, my friends. I can't believe it's season six of The Real Housewives of New York. Oops, I think I said it was five before. It's six, now you know. Um, And I'm still here with you to celebrate another premiere. Even though I'm not on the first couple of episodes, you will see me very soon. Then why do we care about your blog? Anyhow, and it's like six pages long. Okay, (laughs) this season is exciting with the addition of a new housewife. New adventures, think roughing it with cowboys, and more of the housewifey drama that you've come to love. Since we were last together, my love has gone through some changes, including sending my daughter off to a top art school and watching my son grow into a confident young man as he finishes up school in the city. I hope you will join me here each week as I share my insights into everything Real Housewives of New York. Sonia seems to be enjoying her dating life, and I think it's great that she is dating a range of men, some younger, some older. I hope she finds true love, but along the way, she's sure to have a lot of fun. Her 23-year-old date in this episode was a little on the young side, even for Sonia. Oftentimes, it's better to keep a difficult person at arm's length so they can't hurt you. Some of the ladies think that they should distance themselves from Aviva after her mean-spirited behavior last season, and I can see why. She can be charming, but the way her personality turns ugly can be off-putting. Each housewife will have to make their own decision on whether to be friends with Aviva or not. Ramona is fairly consistent in her erratic behavior. I've come to know what you will what will set her off and how she will react to certain situations. She gets emotional at times, but we all know that this is part of her personality. I don't know if Aviva will ever be able to get back on her good side. I thought Ramona was clear with Aviva and that her feelings were hurt last season. It's going to take a lot of charm to pierce through Ramona's steely resolve. Carol is a journalist, an author with a lot of experiences, and she could be helpful to any inspiring author. I thought it was a bit presumptuous for Aviva to ask Carol to edit as a favor. It's like asking your doctor neighbor if he would comp your heart surgery just because you know each other. And it probably would cost just as much. (laughs) I don't think Carol working with Aviva is a good idea because there seems to be some friction between the two of them already. Now, my first impression of Kristen is that she can hold her own with these women. She is from a good Connecticut Yankee stock. Not sure I'm gonna love her tagline, though, because she seems pretty smart and confident to me. Although Kristen is beautiful, I hope she focuses more on her wit then on her hair. Sonia put a lovely tea for the ladies together, although I found her food placement puzzling. Instead of loading up the coffee table with sandwiches, she should have placed the food on another table and left the space for the woman to put down their champagne glasses and plates. 
Sonia is a generous hostess and loves to entertain. She just needs a little logistical help and plates. Oh, shut up, Luann. Like it matters. And, you know, like, like you can't put a class down anywhere else. Okay, well, let's keep going. Kristen's insight into Ramona and Sonia's relationship was spot on when she commented, If this is how the two of them are as friends, I don't want to be their enemy. I told you there was more than Kristen than just beauty. I give Ramona credit for agreeing to meet Aviva for drinks after how Aviva treated her last season. It shows that Ramona is making an effort to forgive. Or production made her. As for Aviva, doing tequila shots to lighten up the mood, I say, why not? I hope that it's this dente will not be short. I don't know what dente is. Denitante. It's probably some Italian word that she's pretending not to say. Will not be short-lived because both women have strong personalities. And they aren't afraid of conflict or to show their emotions. Maybe they will give peace a chance. But until next week. Biscuits? Looks like she says biscuit. B-I-S-O-U-S. Because, look, I don't speak another language, people. Whatever. Just shut up, Luann. Okay, Luann's is over. (laughs) Our next blog is from the newest housewife, Kristen, and it's called The Actual Real Housewife. Hi, okay, so this is my first blog post ever, so cut me some slack. Anywho, here we go. Oh my god, she says anywho like me. I don't know if that means I love her or hate her or if she's going to be as annoying as me. (laughs) Okay. Anywho, here we go. Be nice. I'm the new girl, the actual real housewife. I'm not a princess or a countess or a rich divorcee or a fashion designer, a writer, or an entrepreneur. I am actually just me, sweet little Kristen from Connecticut. The lucky girl that fell into modeling and met Prince Charming and is now living happily ever after in Tribeca until I met all these crazy ladies. Well, actually, you are a princess. You married a rich man, so you don't have to do anything. Modeling is not a real job. The tagline. Okay, people. I am a funny girl. At least I like to think so. I don't take myself too seriously. Life is too short. It's just a joke between Josh and I. I will do something dumb, usually related to spelling. <laughs> oh my god, this she is so me, people. This is all stuff I would say. Oh my god, am I Kristen, everybody? Oh my god. Okay, I'm sorry, let's go back to reading. Um, usually related to spelling, and I will say I am not the sharpest tool in the shed, etc. Let's not take this too seriously. It's funny. And I am not the sharpest tool in the shed, but I am not the dullest either. Oh my god, she's even focusing in on the comedic aspect to hide to hide that she's not really that smart. She's totally playing my game right now. People, you need to comment and let me know what you think about this. Okay, I'm going to shut up now with her and I will just read this all straight. Okay. A bit about me. I have two kids and a hubby and have been married for almost 10 years. Oh my god, me too. Besides scooping ice cream in high school, I've only ever modeled. I still model and did it through um, different agencies. I am from Farmington, Connecticut. My parents are still happily ever after. My younger brother lives in Connecticut and has two beautiful twin boys. Karma's a bitch. I don't get why Karma's a bitch. I am obsessed with Elvis. We'll tell you more about this later. He pops up a bunch this season. Key West is my home away from home. Always has been. Always will be. Tweet me with more questions at Kristen Tay K-Man. I'll put it in the links below, um, on, below this on the website. 
Okay. Carol's photo shoot. Listen, I have been to a million photo shoots because she's the model, everybody. I think with Carol being nervous and admitting that she hates having her picture taken, it's great that Heather was giving direction. That's what Heather does for a living. She's good at it. Holla! Hashtag boss. Side note. So funny. She even freaking says side note, people. Oh my god. So funny. (laughs) Carol told me about the photo shoot and how crazy the German photographer was. We were sitting at a cafe in Soho, and hand to God, guess who walked in? The German photographer. Talk about irony. She was totally scary. It's hard for me to relate to Ramona's sadness to Avery leaving for school. I seem to be so far away from that. Hello, my next on my list is potty training. I am at the point where if the kids were gone for a few days, it would be heaven. Mommy could sleep, you know? I'm sure this is like an I told you so situation. No, okay, clearly I'm not going to be able not to comment on this. So I just want to say your kids are going to watch you saying how much you hate them um, on television when they get older. So that's awesome. <laughs> I am listening to all of this Aviva talk from all the women while trying to stay neutral. I only just met her. She seemed really sweet and nice with 15 exclamation points. I think what the hell happened in St. Bart's as if you didn't watch the show. I really didn't remember. Oh, I watched season five for Heather because she is a friend the same way I watch Real Housewives of Beverly Hills for Brandy, but the last season was so long ago. I really didn't remember most of it. I told you people, I'm reading these blogs for the first time with you. It's not one person who has issues with her either. Most of the girls have something to say. I'm taking it all in. But I really need to form my own opinions slash relationships with her. People do change, right? I met her at the party and we talked for a few minutes. That's kind of it. She seemed really nice and sweet. We have the kids in common. I'm really at this point thinking we are going to be besties. I'm going to change her and prove everybody wrong. Wait until you see episode two. Laugh out loud. I think it's bizarre that Aviva hasn't seen Carol in ages and launches right into the book and asks for help. Did you all hear that? Rewind. Play it again. Aviva asks Carol for help and advice. Right? Right? Okay. Just saying. And I think it's because Aviva in her last blog said she didn't ask for help, which I just read you guys. Okay. Harry. Both Josh and I have gotten to know Harry really well, and we actually see him from time to time and love him. He's so fun and witty, and after getting to know him a bit, I can see the sex appeal. Before meeting him, I remember, who the hell is the guy that effed half of this Real Housewives of New York cast, and what has he got going on? I met him, though. This is Harry, I thought. I don't get it. Maybe because I am much younger, or I don't live uptown, or because I have Josh. But the point is, getting to know him, I get it. I see it. Go Harry! Wait, Harry who, you say? You know, Harry Harry, Aviva's ex-baby daddy, and Sonia's lover, slash boyfriend, and Luann's, well, dot dot dot. You know how that goes. It was awesome that Heather used me for her yummy brand shoot. Her stuff is amazing. After I had Cash, that's her kid's name, she sent me a bunch of mommy helper tops and leggings. Amazing stuff. Her leggings are the only ones I'll wear. They look great, and they keep your butt tight. No jiggle. Good stuff. 
Heather has inspired me a few times before Yummy. First time, she booked me for my modeling card as Kristen Carroll, not knowing I was Josh's wife. How funny. And I totally don't believe that. The last time I worked for her, I was six weeks pregnant with Kingsley, sick as a dog. And how odd that Kingsley is a dog's name. I felt bad because later she didn't and couldn't use the photos. Then there was the time where she had me naked, well, nearly naked, in Times Square. You guys, go ask her about that. Date night. Josh and I, for whatever reason, just don't have enough time for each other. So when date night falls by the wayside, I know, I know, I'm working on it. But I think it's normal, isn't it? So I was excited about this night. I would like to say that it was raining so hard that night. My hair was curly when I left the house. Upon arrival, straight and frizzy. I don't have frizzy hair. And Josh is notoriously late. It drives me insane. 12 years together, and I still hate it. I swear, she's like living my life, or I'm living her not rich life. Don't eat Target Center. Uh, whichever, whenever he is, though, he is super sweet to me. I'm always waiting for that question. Do you think I could do this or go here? Look, we have a two-year-old and a five-year-old. We are still really in the trenches. I want to lay in bed and watch reruns of Sex in the City. Josh doesn't watch TV. He likes to socialize and network for business. So he would rather be out working and not laying next to me wide-eyed while I'm sleeping. He always tells me money doesn't sleep. And then I, of course, say my money needs beauty sleep. The Jennifer Miller earrings are amazing. Very, very sweet. We have many jokes, and one is the blowjob joke. You'll hear it a lot. Sorry. Yeah, it's not funny. After being together so long, when your husband gives you diamond earrings, isn't that code for you have to give him a BJ? TMI. I know. Sorry, but that's me. Take it or leave it. Josh really is a wonderful and supportive husband. He works really hard to support our family. He always wakes up the kids during the week, takes cash to school when I need him to, and comes home when I need help. And he holds the kids down on weekends. He holds them down? Like what? Anyway, he would even get up in the middle of the night when the kids were little. Hashtag super dad. We will work on the date nights. He will work on being on time. All noted. Elvis, Elvis, Elvis. I love him always. Always will. When we walked into Heather's birthday party, there was an Elvis picture you didn't get to see. But he was with me. Always and forever. It's good luck. I knew that meeting the girls would go great with the good luck charm hanging there on the wall. Carol asked me if I liked the 70s Elvis, a.k.a. Fat Elvis. A lot of people ask me that. A fan is a fan. And if you love Elvis, you love him. You can't pick and choose the years you liked him. Hashtag superfan. I wear a TCB necklace around my neck. You can see it in some of the scenes. Elvis created his own logo, taking care of business in a flash. The flash is the lightning bolt. I have gold necklaces to all of his Memphis, Memphis Mafia entourage. He also created a special necklace for women, TLC in a flash, or tender loving care. This chain went to all the Memphis Mafia wives and to Priscilla. Elvis's Elvis died in August 1977. 
I was born in April, 1977. My 30th birthday was right around the 30th anniversary of his death. I naturally went to Vegas and had a big 30th birthday blowout, Elvis-themed weekend. My gift from Josh was my very own diamond TCB necklace that he had custom-made. I was just over the blue moon on this gift, so amazing and thoughtful. So that's why I wear it all the time, my own little chain around my neck, my own little piece of Elvis and his mafia, and my hashtag good luck charm. Okay, I want to I will choke you with it if you write a whole page about Elvis in your next blog. You are insane. Okay, we're wrapping up hers now. <laughs> the tea party at Sonia's. So, let me start by saying I love tea. That's all I drink all day long. There was no tea at this tea party, though. My dress, I love 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 that dress. H&M. Okay, so let's get right in and talk about that yoga trick. We all had on the same dress. She said to me, Oh, look, we are all wearing the same dress. I said, Bet yours isn't from H&M. She meant well, but yoga just isn't my cup of tea, and neither is all that spiritual BS talk. She hasn't ever never met me or Aviva. It's not her place to comment. Ugh, don't you just roll your eyes over and over as she spoke. Oh my god, I so did. That's why I said, I'm just going to sit here and drink. Before I met this group of women, I could count on one hand how many times I'd been to the Upper East Side. New York City is really an uptown, downtown thing. And I am definitely downtown. Sonia and Ramona have this crazy relationship. They bicker, fight, joke, tease, and fight some more. It's exhausting, and good luck trying to get a word in. I just gave up and drank my rosé. Did anyone else notice that I was the youngest in the room by almost 20 years? Something I would say. It was a bit more Golden Girls than Sex in the City. But it's all good. Sonia is fab. Thank you for being a friend. I felt like I ended up humming that tune quite a bit this past summer. Travel down the road and back again. I used to love that show. Lingerie. Shopping with Sonia. I have to say, Sonia totally took me under her wing and was very sweet the moment I met her. Showing me all of her tricks, I really appreciated that. Don't ask me where this came from, but she decided that my boobs needed some help, as I did eventually as well, which is probably why I got them redone. I am open, and take it all with a grain of salt. So, we met her. We met at her favorite lingerie shop, and she got me into some new push-ups. Non-nude bras. Listen, I was always taught to respect my older, wiser elders, so I obliged and took her advice. Boob advice I can take from Sonia. Marriage advice? Hmm. Last time I checked, I was the one still married, even without the push-up bra. Hashtag just saying. And that concludes Kristen's blog. And now it is time for our last one from one Miss Sonia Morgan. And her blog is called To Sonia. Age is just a number. And once again, it is so super long. Okay, we're back. Season six is finally here. And trust me, it will be the best season ever. Not according to that what's coming up on the season trailer thing looks boring. We decided to have fun with the taglines this season. 
If you have a good sense of humor, you picked up on that immediately. They are very tongue-in-cheek, and they did get a lot of attention on social media. So, here comes Heather. Holla! She admits she can be bossy, and, you know, sometimes you need a strong friend in your corner. She's been there for me, and Carol is grateful for the support during her photo shoot because she hates them. Heather reminded me of Ramona a bit when she tells other people in their fields how to do their profession. They both mean well, and then the photographer says, no photographic advice, laugh out loud. Great television watching. And how funny is my new Ramona hairdo? I'll tell you, Ramona is very upset about Aviva going off to college. Wow, I thought she was just going to say Aviva, uh, Ramona was very upset about the hairdo being copied, because we know she was. Anywho, we really did talk about it, and we did commiserate about the experience, but you didn't see the entire conversation. Believe it or not, it actually got even more emotional, which is why I reacted the way that I did. I don't want people to judge Ben before they meet him. Age is just a number to me. He's wise beyond his years. Plus, I really enjoy spending time with him. My daughter likes him, and that's not easy to find. Well, your daughter's like the same age as him, so of course they're gonna get along. Ben Ben is an old spirit. He's worldly and fits in with my jet-setting group. Oh, so he's rich and young. My friends in Europe don't ask his age. I think Ben is just a little apprehensive with this New York group, though. And do you blame him? I just want to cozy up in the corner with him and the girls are dishing about his age and Carol is bristening about how Aviva treated people in the past. Please. I thought that Carol and Aviva were best buddies. Aviva wants to sidle up to the Ramona monster that she just recently saw too well, which I didn't recommend. It's the first party of the summer social season, and everyone has so much to say about each other already. It's just so awkward. Sitting between Ramona and Kristen is not easy, because when Ramona meets someone, she hits them like a ton of bricks. She just puts it all out there. Kristen thinks that she is going to be the mediator between Ramona and Aviva, she's got another thing to learn. Aviva must be dreaming if she really thinks she can make up with Ramona with just a hug. Aviva, are you really going to tell Ramona she has some years on you on top of everything else? That came out really awkward. I think Aviva gets really nervous though sometimes and maybe just blurts things out. Kristen is a breath of fresh air, as Ben says, a knockout. And Carol says, Kristen is a weirdo. She wears an Elvis necklace every single day, but I like it. Great start. I love a weirdo. Josh's gift to Kristen is very strained and seems to overcompensate for some weakness in their relationship. Kristen certainly says that and that he's that he's been giving it to Josh all along. So I say we will have to see. No relationship is perfect. Don't men always give us a gift for a reason, though? I love talking to Kristen in the lingerie store. I enjoy sharing my secret places and tips. Not sure Kristen wants my advice, though. Maybe she's just laughing it off. But I did hear her give Josh a few good jabs, and he's condescending to her. I hate to see women lose their personal power when they become wives and mothers. I'm all about empowering women. I know Kristen had a dream of having a card business and then had to put it on hold. So we'll have to learn more about her. Oh, and as you can see here, Leopard is always my neutral. 
and there's like a picture of her wearing her um, leopard shirt. I'm known as the queen of hospitality. <laughs> oh yeah, of course you are. There is nothing I like more than entertaining my friends and family in my homes and in Sonia in the City parties are off the charts fun. Okay, you are losing the only home you have, so I don't know why you're saying homes plural. No matter what. When Ramona um, makes the comment that I don't seem to get it together, I think that's far from the truth. She knows better than anyone that I have a lot on my plate and am juggling many things at once. I don't have the usual amount of help. I'm traveling a lot, starting up new businesses, raising a 13-year-old daughter, and getting help by um, my and getting help with the fashion business and production interns. It's about give and take. I'm teaching them while they're helping me. P.S. I'm not stuttering over these things. These people are just writing them wrong, and clearly they don't edit them. Whenever the plates are forgotten upstairs, or someone's left waiting at the door while Ramona is distracting the girls with a champagne opening lesson. Oh, I know, because like Ramona can just do it herself, you prissy B-I-T-C-H. At the end of the day, what's important is to show the interns by example. It's not where you go, but how you get there. Showing by example is what's important, and it's not about being on time, looking perfect, and other things. And then when the guests don't have food or have a pretty setting, I don't know, the guest comes first. I like to ready everything, then worry about myself. The experience is what's important. Having everyone over at the house in the first place is quite the accomplishment within my own to-do list. Who you invite, where your heart is, the atmosphere, the food and the drink are all what matter. The fact that Ramona brings up the point that the plates are missing or the rug was destroyed by the hurricane is just another matter. Why is she doing that? Sometimes she just likes to create drama for drama's sake. We do have a lot of fun together, bouncing off each other like sisters do. Ramona knows that better than anyone. I have a lot to keep together, despite all these odds. I have so much to be grateful for, though. A beautiful child, home, family, and friends who all support me. We don't have room for that A-diva negativity in our lives. I'm not able to... Oh, I am able to forgive and forget, but Ramona won't forget. I think holding in negativity is, like Buddha says, not forgiving is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. By the way, Ben was so sweet and had food for our ladies and teas delivered from Ready to Eat on Hudson Street. Now that's class and very mature. I agree with Robin Kofer, our Swami priest girlfriend, who says, It's not our character revealed when our chips are down. Judge not her personality, judge her soul. I like that. As I clutch and twist my leopard napkin, I'm just happy Ramona finally decides to be open to the idea of breaking the standoff with Aviva. I can't kick a dog when he's down, and everyone ended up against Aviva. She didn't have one friend in her corner after that St. Bart's trip. I just don't agree with that. A friend is a friend, and why are her own friends abandoning her? I think she means her friends in real life, not just on the show. Anyway, I'm thrilled when I see Aviva offer tequila to Ramona. It breaks the ice because Ramona knows that Aviva really never drinks. So tequila was major movement. Movement in the right direction. Now Ramona remembers what she first liked about Aviva. 
And what can I say? They're both passionate people that can have some short fuses when you rub them the wrong way. Interns, dressed best list. Every week, I'm going to post outfits from each episode that my interns voted and thought were the best dressed of the episode. And I'm going to shoot myself in the face. Okay, let me tell you her list. (laughs) Number one, Kristen's black backless dress at Heather's party. Number two, Sonia's red and hot pink um, dress at Heather's party. And number three, Robin Coffers, the swarmy priest when the chips are down, is on our character revealed outfit, dress, hat, and all. Thank you for tuning in for our new season. Believe me, you're in for a bumpy but interesting Woody Allen mind-questioning New York ride. Oh. Okay, that's the end of her blog. I don't even know why she's bringing up Woody Allen right now. We are not going into that debate. Oh my goodness. So that concludes our Bravo blogs for this week. I really hope you guys enjoy them, or I should say the Bravo blogs for the Real Housewives of New York City. If you want us to do this for any of the other Bravo shows, be sure to let me know on the website in the comment section below this video. Of course, you can search for it in the top menu bar or use the search box, or I will even create a section for it on the forums. Of course, if you want to help support our shows, once again, donating to our Kickstarter is the best way that you can do that, or you can make a donation directly in PayPal, or if you have some online shopping to do, start by clicking on the link for Amazon.com on our homepage. You don't pay any more, they give us a little bit back. And of course, the Kickstarter and PayPal is also in our sidebar on the homepage. But a great way that you can help support us for free is to thumbs up and subscribe to our YouTube channel, or if you're listening to this in iTunes, give us a five-star rating and a nice review. It really helps support our shows. Share them with your friends and family on social media and follow us there too. And that is all for our blog reading for this week. Once again, if you want me to keep doing them, Let me know what you guys think in the comment section or over on Twitter, and I will see you guys all next week. Bye for now. I am so freaking Kristen, people. Oh my god.